And sometimes, Peter, you drive me crazy. The show, hosted by two plant-based diet advocates, helping you get your healthy habits on lockdown. You're listening to The Health Beat with Sarah and Pete. But Sarah, do I really drive you crazy? Oh, come on. You drive me crazy and I drive you crazy. That's why we developed the big fake smile face. The big fake smile. I can't. How was it born? How, how, where did it all start? I remember in Seattle, we were working on our nonprofit, the Healthitarians. And I just remember sitting across from each other with our laptops and just like getting under either you were getting under my I think you were getting under my skin and I just like shot you back this big fake yeah, kind of angry yeah, like smile I, I looked up from my computer and then yeah you hit me with like this nasty face <laughs> and then and it you, totally broke the mood yeah I we, mean it was like instantly we just started laughing and then you did it back to me yeah. And it just became this thing that we did to each other when, like, the other one is just, it's like, mm-hmm. are you kidding me right now? But you just do that, and it's like you can't help but laugh and lighten up and realize that it's not that big yeah. of a deal. Yeah, it's our way of, of breaking the tension. And we've done it in front of friends, and they're just like, what is they're going on? They're like, you guys on? are so weird, and we're like, hey, it works for us. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so, so instead of... A sponsor or giveaway for this episode. We're going to show you guys our smile. So head on over to our website and check out our fake smile faces. Mm-hmm. It'll give you a good laugh. So pretty much today we're going to give you an inside look at how Peter and I, we work, we live, pretty much we breathe, we pretty much do everything together. And how we do it um, without, I, we say killing each other, but how we do it without fighting a lot because Mm -hmm. i'm sure you've heard it's really hard to work with your spouse and um we definitely have our struggles but i think we've found a pretty good balance i think we've definitely found a good balance and yeah especially since we we spend so much time together Mm -hmm. and so if you spend a lot of time with your spouse or you're thinking about you know working on a side venture together or even like training for a race together or just little things and you're like uh I don't know how that's going to work because I'm used to them being out of the house for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, This episode might help you out. Yeah, for sure. So just to put some some things in perspective here, Sarah and I, we we even share a car. We do, one car. And so there was a point where Sarah did work from home and then I could just take the car with me and sometimes she would have it. But now she, you know, we ride together to my work almost every single day of the week. And then she takes the car and goes to her job. Sometimes she works from home, but at least three to four times a week, she's dropping me off. And so Mm -hmm. we're always, we're waking up together, we're getting ready together, working out together, and then uh, driving. We do the miracle morning. So Mm -hmm. we wake up, Peter wakes up about three hours before he has to, we have to leave the house. I wake up about two and a half hours before so we have that time before work even starts that we're spending together yeah. and then um we kind of have some separated time between like eight thirty and four thirty, mm-hmm. but then we're back together working 
I I did some calculations. Oh wow! So I was really thinking about like how much time do we spend together, and so I was thinking, okay, so we spend about seventeen hours a day with each other on weekdays, and we spend twenty four hours a day on the weekends, and I work forty hours a week, which means so if you subtract that out of like the total hours of the week, we spend seventy six percent of our time together, which actually, it doesn't seem like that high. I was surprised. I was like, oh man, I think it'd be higher. I know. I was thinking like 90. But we spend more time with each other than anybody else that we know. Yeah. Any other couple that we know. Yeah. So trust us. We, we definitely struggle sometimes not kind of wringing each other's necks, mm-hmm. but we've, found a lot of solutions and ways of kind of living in harmony with each other and respecting each other's boundaries. Yeah. So I think like, um, kind of like setting roles, like clearly defined roles when it comes to certain tasks is a big one that I can't stress enough. So like, let's just take like groceries Mm -hmm. for example, and like our food. So you guys know that we, eat really healthy food's a big part if you've been to the seasonal diet we're always consuming a lot of food (laughs) our world is yeah it's we're always thinking about what we're going to be eating and making and so i do pretty much all the um list making and meal planning that's just Mm -hmm. that's my thing that's what i do she's the boss of that department yeah peter like he could do it but it takes more time you know, it kind of stresses them out a little bit. There wouldn't be a lot of variety. Mm-hmm. And Sarah Sarah has some natural enjoyment. Yeah. Um, she definitely. really enjoys looking at recipes mm-hmm. and the creative side of that as well. Yeah, so that, that kind of works for us. Um, when it comes to actually doing the shopping, we, mm-hmm. we balance it based on kind of our schedules and who has the car. And then when it comes to cooking, like... Peter gets kind of stressed out if he's, like, making dinner all by himself. Yeah. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Some meals, like, when I'm making pad thai, ooh, Sarah knows. But, like, yeah, that... She's, like, okay, Peter's, like, a little... He gets so, like... Intense and, like, like, can't talk and, like, just stressed. But I feel like, babe, like, not to, like, put you on blast, but I feel like just in general, like making a meal like on your own, you know, is just kind of like, eh, like mm-hmm. I'd rather not. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit rusty now that you are kind of the CEO of that department. And I, and I think I'm not like trying to say that's a bad thing, but I'm just saying that we kind of know that about each other. And for mm-hmm. me, I can cook and talk and do other things. Mm-hmm. So it makes more sense for me to do that. Yeah, I'm I'm a pre, I'm a monotasker. Yeah, I'm a male monotasker, which is pretty common. <laughs> yeah, but so Peter does the dishes, and he does a way better job at them than I do. He's you're very thorough and very organized, and you can load a dishwasher like no other. Oh my, stop! No, you're flattering I won't. me, guys. If you need somebody to do your dishes, just call one eight hundred Peter. I'm pretty sure you've been giving out the one eight hundreds a lot lately. Did I? Oh, yeah. did I do? Oh, oh yeah, you did I think another I did one. that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so when it comes to cooking and shopping, that's kind of how we handle that roles are really important i think that that's cool because you can have if if you look at your relationship 
with your partner, there's there's just there, there's certain things that that each of you are good at and just have a natural strength mm-hmm. and, and ability to do. And making like one of you the boss of a certain thing, it just kind of simplifies things. And maybe you're already just naturally doing that. But that was one thing where once we realized like, okay, Peter, you're the boss of like this part of just being in the kitchen and in the evening and kind of wrapping things up and making dinner and lunches. And then Sarah, you're in charge of this stuff and like the meal planning and then um, making dinner and making lunches. Um, And then we've also done the same thing for work where we have different roles depending on where our strengths are. Yeah. And I have got to tell you, we struggled with that one for so yeah. long. Yeah. It was like in my head I was always the boss. I don't know what was in your head Peter, but well, I was just yeah, it was I a was constant power struggle. <laughs> it was just like yeah, and then and then I was feeling like you were always the boss and then it was like I don't have any creative control yeah. and feeling so so if you're working But so but so it would be like, you know, I think I'm the boss, but Peter wants to be the boss too and so yeah, he's struggling to be the boss he's struggling yeah. to be the boss and i'm like well why are you struggling to be the boss don't you know i'm the boss and it's like mm-hmm. no like that that doesn't work like we need we need like a creative director for each task yeah is what if we you're kind of yeah when you're on. doing like projects and if you're especially if you're running a business you that's something you just you really need to think about mm-hmm. and just don't make assumptions yeah. don't just assume yeah. you know you guys have certain roles like you you need to be more open about it and and you know it's also thinking about this it's like like trying to take things less personally when you're working it's on another, projects it's another thing yeah. yeah um and to what what happened to us when we were working and we didn't have roles we would be both of us would be super excited like we both love what we do this is why we do it we're super passionate about it and so we both be really excited about creating you know this new program for seasonal diet members say it's like our eat less sugar program and so peter would have his ideas i would have my ideas we'd come together and we're both like we're gonna do this we're gonna Mm -hmm. do this and it's Mm -hmm. totally different than what the other person said and then immediately someone is super upset and like frustrated and Mm -hmm. then they don't want to work and it's like okay well we have all this time set aside to work on this project together and one person is and now we're just frustrated and we're we're moving nowhere and nothing's getting done and the day is getting wasted and it's just like we set aside all this time and we didn't get anything done Mm -hmm. and it's it's the worst and so we kept we i'm gonna be totally honest we kept doing that yeah. We would do that week after week after week, mm-hmm. and finally we're like, okay, we got to stop doing this. Yeah. Like, what's the plan? How yeah. do we get past this? As soon as we're in the planning stages now and figuring out, like, okay, what's this going to look like? Mm-hmm. How's this going to be? We immediately start to see, like, that little bit of friction, and we're like, okay, let's just take a step mm-hmm. back here. Like, who's in charge of this? Yeah. You know, who's, you know, planning it out? Who's got the overall vision, mm-hmm. you know, and, and how can we kind of mesh them into one vision but still kind of have somebody be kind of like the boss and have the final say yeah it's kind of and like i think that helps a director. lot and i think that this can be applied like we we do apply it to like groceries and chores and stuff and i think this can be applied to you know planning events and trips and mm-hmm. it's just good to have 
one person in charge of things. The other person can contribute, but there's one person who's kind of the leader in it. And it doesn't mean that that person's always the leader, but just for this to simplify it, mm-hmm. um, they are. So, yeah, and and so with our with our business, kind of like under the hood, a little bit of like behind the scenes. Sarah, she does most of like the social media mm-hmm. and the outreach, but then she also creates content. And so she that's how she's kind of getting her creativity. And I create the other half of the content. It's pretty much 50-50. Mm-hmm. But then I handle kind of all the tech-related stuff, website stuff, editing. And so we've kind of found a way to split it apart, mm-hmm. but we're still creating equally, yes. which is really important to the both of us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we spend a lot of time together because we do have a lot of the same interests and passions. And so um, it, we have that going for us, but we do still you know, fight and argue about things. But we've just kind of found ways to minimize that. And then when we do, which I think we should go into now, like when we are kind of getting that friction like we have ways that we cope with it and figure out how to move past it Mm -hmm. i think one of the big things is knowing when the other person needs some space and giving it to them and not taking it personally i think that's like a big one oh yeah yeah definitely so some trouble i get myself into with peter with you darling is I do a lot of the scheduling of events and things we're going to do. And, you know, I'm a maximizer. I like to put a bunch of things together. And Peter needs, I know now, and I'm better about it, but he needs space in between one thing to the Mm -hmm. next thing. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, I think we all would do good with, like, more a little more downtime between things. And so um, if I schedule like five events in one day and we're going from one to the next to the next, he's just like not a happy camper. Yeah, it starts to kind of wear on me and um, I feel like I I just kind of start to lose control. And then that's when the moody Peter kicks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I like a little bit of space. And so now I know that and I, you know, will be like no you know we can't do something at one because we're doing something at 12 like let's push it back to like three or four mm-hmm. and just kind of doing less in general like events you know we don't we don't need to get every hour of the day maxed out yeah i have i have a really good one for like a way of kind of avoiding killing your partner mm, that's that's um, good so i would say to to always know when you're creating without the other person that was so good where did we hear that so i remember hearing this from abraham hicks and it made so much sense if you've never heard of abraham hicks head over to our website show notes we'll drop you a link and powerful stuff yeah so this is this really works for is for any couple any partnership So basically, when you're bringing somebody into like the late creative stages of your idea, so maybe like you come home and you've been thinking about something all day long about, you know, something that's that you want to do. You have this idea. But then when you tell the other person your idea, they have no idea how you got there. And they were they weren't part of the whole creative process leading up to it. And so they feel like like you created without them but but they also they kind of feel like it's like too much all at once 
Yeah, I, I think some examples of this would be um, if you, you know, saw this great deal on this like weekend trip getaway and your partner's at work and he comes home and you're like, oh my gosh, like we got to go to Costa Rica. I saw this thing today and it looks so great and there's cheap tickets and it's just like, he comes home and he's like, whoa, where did this come from? Like what? And I'm guilty of doing that with like little projects I see or recipes and I'll just bombard Peter with like, oh my gosh, I saw the coolest do-it-yourself craft today. Like, let's do it. And he's just like, whoa, like you're so far ahead of me. And it's like, they didn't see all that stuff that you saw. And so you need to catch them up, you know, and not Mm -hmm. get too far ahead of yourself. Yeah. Kind of, even if you have already kind of gone through all those stages, just know like when you're bringing like a new, like late creative stage phase idea to them, to kind of start go back to the little seedling mm-hmm. and kind of start there and kind of talk through to them at that level and then gradually work towards your big idea. It mm-hmm. helps a lot. Yeah. This is one thing that like as soon as Sarah and I realized this, we were like looking at each other like our minds have been blown. It just makes so much sense. You know, it just seems so obvious. One thing that I do now is I'll kind of have something I want to tell Peter, and I'm really excited about it. But I'll just act cool. I'll play it cool. I'll put my cool face on. But I know. No, I still, he, I still he know. Does not know you guys. I still know. You don't know. She'll be like, mm-hmm. no. I'll be like, oh, she's got something. No, she but wants see, to tell but me. see, that's the part you didn't know was coming. So I'll have my cool face on. That apparently is he knows now. I have to get a new one, and I'll just kind of throw a little line out. You know, just a little bit like. Oh, Pete, I saw this thing online today about blank. And I'll kind of look at his reaction and see if he's kind of into mm, it. Kind of feeling me uh-huh. out. Huh? This and is if, interesting. And if you're into okay. it, I'll kind of go a little deeper. Mm. And as soon as I see your eyes kind of roll back or, you oh. know, you reach for the door handle on the car, then I'm like, eh, I'm going to save this for another time, you know? Mm. And so just kind of being conscious and aware of mm-hmm. your partner's body language and how they're yeah. reacting yeah because that's a good point because if they're not ready for it mm-hmm. why debut it exactly because you you're you're less likely for them to be on board with your idea yeah okay another thing to remember and this kind of goes along with being conscious of the information you're telling your partner is to like be kind you know be mm-hmm. kind to the other person respect them and one thing that i remember i think you showed me peter or let me listen to was affirmations by deepak chopra i think it's on spotify he goes through like every letter of the alphabet Mm -hmm. and has like an affirmation that goes with it and there was one that was that's so good when i'm like angry or frustrated with you and it's like i don't know what it is exactly but it's something along the lines of Remember, what's in front of you is just a reflection of yourself. Ooh, that's good. And so I'm like frustrated at Peter, right? He's just like doing something that's getting under my skin. And I'm just like, that's me. You know, like Mm -hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to be frustrated back to him because Mm -hmm. it's just like a reflection of myself. And so it just like kind of puts me in check. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, he's just a reflection of myself. Am I acting like that? Am I doing that? How can I be a better person? Yep. Yeah. What are you putting out? Mm Mm-hmm. Because that's what's, that's what's coming back. What what you are perceive like whatever you want to perceive is right there in front of you. Yeah, it's very yeah. That's good. This good is one. this is cool. This is like behind the scenes. So things that go through our head. Okay, one one thing that I have yeah. is 
always remembering that it's a team effort mm, yes. and that both of you guys, you guys are both working equally hard. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes this isn't true, but it's true for us. Um, if it's not true for you, like maybe you need to work through that, you know, you guys, so you can guys can get past it. Um, but that's, that's one thing that, that I, I definitely need to remind myself of because I came from a family that was very, it's very like based on equality and fairness. And I do this for you and you do this for me. And everything is measured and compared and made sure that everybody's pulling their own weight. But with Sarah and I, like, I just know that Sarah is working just as hard as I am. So if she finishes in the kitchen, I'm still doing dishes. And it's just like, I just, I like, I, that's when I need to remind myself like, Hey, you know what? She, she might just be like hanging out, you know, looking at fa- at Facebook or Instagram right now, but like she is working as hard as I am. You know, she is doing as much as she can for us or for me as I'm doing for her and both of us for each other. And okay. So, okay. What's coming on? Well, what's coming up here? Well, I mean, I think that's an this is a whole nother thing is like your background and how you're raised and like you can't get past that. That's how it will always be. But for me it's it's not so much about like, you know, obviously you're both working hard to, towards your goals, but like it doesn't have to be like, you know, I'm doing all of this, that person's doing all of that. Just know that like whatever whatever you're doing, like you're you're doing it because it's like the right thing to do. It's the good thing to do. Mm-hmm. And like doing good always comes back to you, you know? But I will say, dishes are one we both struggle with. Like, doing the dishes at night, like, it's at the end of the night. We we always do the dishes after dinner. Like, we never leave anything in the sink. And it's the end of the night. You want to wrap up. And if one person is doing the dishes where the other person is, maybe me on Instagram or maybe Peter, like, I don't even know what he does around here. Like sometimes he's like watering or cleaning or in the bathroom, you know, mm-hmm. little little task. It's like, God, I want I want to be done with this. And so dishes, like, they're very a, they're a sensitive thing in our house. And you might have something in your house that it's like one thing that it just like I don't know gets under your skin. Mm-hmm. So that's that. That's that. What do you? What else you got? You got anything else you want to share? I feel pretty good about that. I mean, that's that's us. That's our situation. That's our situation. That's how we deal with that's it. How we and get succeed through the day to day. Yeah. Um, we we have this thing. Peter was I don't know like in college he was talking about joint ventures like in business and a term and I was like oh joint venture I like that and mm-hmm. so we always will say like oh it's a joint venture like let's mm-hmm. let's tag team this let's work together like how yeah. can we get through this. We have, we actually have, we have a, we share a, a Dropbox folder, like a shared folder because of just everything that we work on for business and stuff. And it's called S&P Joint Venture. Mm-hmm. And so that's, yeah, it's funny. Like that's just, that's kind of like our approach to it. It's like, this is what we're working on together. Yes. S&P Joint Venture. Yes. And we're pretty cheesy too. Like, well, we like to like high five. You'll see in our pictures a lot of like high mm-hmm. fives and it's just kind of like, hey, we're in this together, we're doing the best we can, and mm-hmm. um, just like, don't bother me today, Peter. <laughs> just kidding. But, you guys, this is it. We're wrapping up. If you want to see our awesome fake smile faces, head on over to thehealthbeat.us 
and this is forward slash HB10. So that HB, helps HB12. Oh, really? Yep. This 12? is HB12. Oh yep. my goodness. I know. I just verified it. Okay. Sorry. A little behind. So thehealthbeat.us forward slash HB12. Yeah. Cool. And next week, we're going to be talking about life without cheese. Wowza. Always, always a hot topic. Hot topic. Um, but it can be done. So until next week on The Health Beat. Is there a healthy habit you're trying to lock down? If so, check out thehealthbeat.us, a community to hold you accountable.